Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, fans of all ages, welcome back to the Splash Mountain Stories podcast. My name is Armand, and together with my friends Nick and Matt, we've started this podcast in order to keep the Disney spirit in our everyday lives. We're back with episode number 12, and in this episode, Nick and I talk about our most recent trip to Walt Disney World and give our thoughts on things that we liked and things that we probably would have done differently. Please make sure to leave us a comment or email us at splashmountainstories at gmail.com about what you agree or disagree with. And of course, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and now Facebook at Splash Mountain Stories Podcast and on Twitter at Splash Mountain Stories Pod. That's at S-P-L-S-H-M-N-T-N Pod. So with that, enjoy the show. All right, everybody, welcome back to the Splash Mountain Stories Podcast. This is episode number 12, and uh, today it's me and Nick. What's going on, Nick? What's going on? How is everybody? Um, I wish I could say good to be back, but we're back from Disney, so it's horrible to be back. (laughs) So today, what Nick and I are going to do, since it's just the two of us and we just got back from a trip last weekend, we're just going to do a, a trip recap what we thought of it, what we did every single day, and we're pretty much just going to go day by day and talk about what we did. And then at the end of each day, we'll kind of talk about what we thought we could have done differently, what we liked that we did, and then at the end, we're going to give a whole macro view as to the four days that we were there. Okay, so we went to Disney last week, uh, which today is June 30th, so it was June 21st when we left, and we went from June 21st to the 24th. Uh, landed early June 21st, and then we took off late June 24th. So let's start with June 21st. So we took off, we had a 6.30 flight, right? 6.30? 6.15. Yeah, but like flight. very early. Right. We had a 6.15 flight, and we landed at about 8.30, uh, 8.40. Went to the hotel, we stayed off property, went to the hotel... Dropped our stuff off, checked in, got ourselves situa- situated, and we started with Hollywood Studios. Um, and we got to the park probably, I want to say, around about 11, right? Somewhere around yeah. there, maybe a little bit earlier. Okay, yeah, so, around that time. Right, so, we, so we got to Hollywood Studios, we checked in, that was the first park that we did, mainly because uh, Kate came with us, my girlfriend Kate, she came with us on this trip, and... Her first time to Disney was in about March, the first real time. She went when she was little, but, and we only went for about three hours, so, and we saw Magic Kingdom, so I wanted her to see the other parks first before we went back to Magic Kingdom. This was uh, her first, like, real trip. Right, this was her right? first real trip, yeah. And she definitely got a real trip with us. Yeah, we definitely, uh, put her through the ringer, but she, uh, she did well. Um, Armand, I didn't know about this, just since we're talking about it, I didn't know about the day of deal for annual pass holders. Did you know oh, yeah. about it beforehand? So, that's actually funny. Thank you for pointing, bringing that up. So um, last year, Disney did a, a, an, annual, uh, an annual pass holder discount where you could bring a person who doesn't have an annual pass to the park for that day, and you can purchase a ticket for $89. Uh, and it's a park hopper, and it was a great deal. So when Kate first told us, she joined late on this trip. So when she first told us that she wanted to come, that was one of the first things I looked up to see if it was going on. Um, unfortunately, it wasn't at the time. Uh, so Kate ended up buying a three-day park hopper, even though we were going for four. She was going to take a day off. And then the deal actually came out on the same day that it came out last year, because she bought the tickets on June 4th, and the discount came out on June 13th. So same discount. I immediately called Disney, even though they said they had their no refund policy. Fortunately, I you know I hit them with a little of the Armand magic, and uh, they gave they were able to return the tickets so we could get Kate the tickets that were a much much better deal. Yeah, that's awesome. The sale is going from June went from June thirteenth. I think it's going to uh, say August eighth. I'm pretty sure August eighth. So if you want to use that discount while you're down there, it's a great deal. Yeah, it's like under $100 for a park hopper. The only thing is you have to get it. You use it the day you purchase it. So uh, you just need to make sure you're strategic with your 
fast passes, making them early in the morning. But we made it work, and I think, uh, you know, the moral of the story is it's always worth asking, especially with Disney. Um, they'll do anything they can to make your trip worthwhile. Right. Definitely, definitely. They have no reason, especially with Disney, their customer service is usually so, so, so good. So I, if they have a, a reason, they, they have the ability to make the system work towards your advantage. So always try to be nice. Always try to, they're, they're going to try to help you if they can. Exactly. And, um, about the hotel we stayed in, if you're looking for a decent priced, really nice off-property hotel. We stayed at the Fairfield Inn and Suites, which was part of this, like, village. Like, it had the... It was a Marriott Fairfield. It was like a Marriott, was, like, Marriott courtyard. courtyard. Yeah, exactly, and it was really nice. So if you're looking for something off-property to save some money, we ha- I, I highly recommend this. I think this might have been one of the best places I stayed off-property when I went to Disney. This place, I, I still like the other hotel that we stayed in better. Oh, and they offer free breakfast in the morning, which is, as you guys know, if you listen to the episode with me and Matt with our uh, advantages of staying off property, is a big deal for me. Exactly. Um, I still like the other one we stayed in better. That's the Marriott Spring Hill Suites, I want to say. And both hotels are only a 3.5-mile drive from the TTC in Magic Kingdom. So the Uber is there. I caught the cost like $8. To get there, it yeah. was very, very cheap. It's split between three people. It's a great deal. It really is. There's really no reason to rent a car in Orlando anymore, especially going to Disney World with the with the hotels making you pay parking, with you having to pay parking uh, at the parks. Both, it's, it's not it's not worth it. Yeah, both on and off property hotels, you have to pay parking. Some hotels off property charge you too. So I think totally ours actually was if you if you had a car, I'm pretty sure it was like seventeen dollars a day. Yeah, that's nuts. At that point, you stay on property. Right, exactly. There's no reason to not at that point. Exactly. Okay. So we started off in Hollywood Studio. What was the first ride we went on? Uh, Rockin', right? Um, yes, Rock- Rockin'. Rollercoaster. So we originally had a Toy Story Mania set up for 9.30, but we missed it. So we got in there, you know, we showed Kate around a little bit, um, and she really liked the, the overall theming of the park. She she said it was probably her favorite theming, I want to say. Yeah. This is um, her first time in, in this park. Right. Like, ever, ever. Right, right. So then we got her on Rockin'. Then um, we landed a Tower of Terror Fast Pass, which was awesome. Right, and then after that Tower of Terror Fast Pass, we landed a Slinky Dog Dash Fast Pass. And then was, we were done with Hollywood Studios. <laughs> which was huge, because I'd never been on Slinky Dog Dash before. So my review... Mm, like a six out of ten. It was the fine. best part of it is definitely seeing Galaxy's Edge. Like when you see those, right? It's like getting a sneak peek of Galaxy's Edge with the ride. I think that's honestly what keeps the ride line so long. It, it's think, it's a little less than a and than a uh, mine train, just like a, a bump less. Yeah, I think it's a little bit. It, it's just more. It's more geared towards little kids. I think that's why everybody loves likes it so much. Um, because it's like a little kid roller coaster. I would say. It gets some speed, though. Definitely worth... If you find... My my answer is a 6 out of 10, too, from riding it twice now. And if you get a fast pass that makes sense, not like 10 hours later, it's definitely worth grabbing it and then yeah. trying to get it yeah. for something else. Yeah, exactly. Like, might as well. Like, Alien Smurling Saucers, I probably wouldn't go on it ever again. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I'm it so wasn't good. It wasn't for me. But I'm so good. Yeah, but that's Slinky Dog Dash. Yeah, I would do that again. If it's yeah. there, I'll do it. You know what I mean? Make uh, sure we like, got our hands on some tachos before the Slinky Dog, too. Yeah, those things were so good. I love it. Uh, we also got a Jack Jack Cookie Num Num, which, honestly, I don't know if it was this day. Maybe we got it the second day we went. But that was actually a lot better than I expected it to be. It was a thick cookie. Yeah, it was thick. And I honestly expected it to be bad. Or not great, just to be honest. I mean, how could it be good? It's just a cookie. But because it was so big and, like, it was well done. It was undercooked in the middle and, like, had the crunchy outside. Yeah. You can actually see a picture of it on the Splash Mountain Stories podcast Instagram. (laughs) It's at Splash Mountain Stories podcast. Um, Yeah, it came out really, really good. I liked it a lot. Um, Okay, yeah. So then after that, I think we did. Did we do Muppets? No, we didn't do Muppets this time. Uh, yeah, we did. We went to Muppets the first day. The first day? Yeah, I think we did it in between Slinky Dog and Tower of Terror. Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. 
That's right, I remember. Yep. Okay, yes, we did Muppets. You're welcome, Kevin. What else? I think that was it with Hollywood Studios. And then after we went from Hollywood Studios, we went to Epcot, which, let me let me tell you, I am still impressed at how empty Epcot was. Yeah, I, it was crazy. I must have said it out loud to Nick and Kate at at least like 20 times at how just stunned I was. And it wasn't just the first day. It was the entire weekend it was yeah. empty. Uh, yeah, it was. It was honestly there. Were not there were parts of the time, and we were walking in there that there wasn't. There weren't any people within like a thirty to forty mile, forty uh, foot diameter around us. I mean, and that's that's just putting it mildly. It was just there were certain parts where there was no one around us. It was it was insane, and I loved it. So, moral of the story is what we kind of what our guesses is because there was no festivals going on. Right. So if you're an Epcot person and you want Epcot to yourself and you're trying to go during the summer, definitely go in between the festivals because we went during the – there was no festivals. The other parks were pretty busy, which we'll talk about a little bit more soon, um, but Epcot was, em- like, empty. I couldn't believe it was empty. It, it was – I'm still just so enthused by it because it was just such a nice – I haven't seen Disney like that in a long time. Yeah, we've long had days time. where it was good, but never. I don't. I don't think I've ever seen any park that. Me that neither. Empty. Me, me neither. Out of a ten, I would say like a two, maybe two and a half to a three. Yeah, it was somewhere crazy. two to three, somewhere there. It was. There was like no one, no one, no one, no one, and it was great. Um, so we did Epcot, we did Test Track, we did Soren. We did. I want to say we did Finding Nemo. Yeah, we did Finding Nemo. Frozen. We did, we did Frozen. We did. I'm pretty sure we did every ride. Yeah, uh, we did Mission Space. Kate okay. didn't go on Mission Space. Um, which is fair. Which is fair. She was feeling a little bit of a headache, so she just. I, she asked me if if her head would hurt after the ride, and I said, you know, there's a pretty solid chance it's going to hurt. <laughs> so. Um, the only go. ride didn't do with Spaceship Earth, really. And Figment. We didn't do Figment. On the first day, yeah. Spaceship Earth and Figment. Right. Which, sorry, Matt. We didn't do Spaceship Earth first. Yeah, he should have came. Yeah. On him. And then we decided to show Kate, you know, the more adult-friendly part of Epcot, and we drank around the world. First thing, we got a margarita from Mexico. Unfortunately, they, they raised the price of the margaritas there. So we got a frozen margarita. And with a with a what was it called? Not what was the top of it called? Floater. I don't remember. A floater, floater on top. That's right. Thank you. Not worth the so, money. Yeah. So it, here's the here's the deal. If you want a margarita from Mexico, do not get a frozen one. Yeah. It's a the alcohol con like if you bet in terms of best bang for your buck, the alcohol content's not as high. It starts to melt. It's really sugary. But if you have to get a frozen one, make sure you get a floater. It's an extra couple dollars. It's a shot, pretty much. That of like a liqueur. It. Yeah, liqueur or uh, the one that we went to had liqueur. One of the other spots has a shot of tequila you can put on top. Oh man, that would have been good. But that they were fifteen dollars off the bat. Yeah, it's it's so. it's a, it's just a little pricey. So we did that. We went on the three caballeros. Went to Norway. Man, we we killed it this day. Yeah, I mean, Ep- we pretty much did all of Epcot. We went to Norway. We still had some time before our Frozen Fast Pass. Right, that's the – so, again, if you follow us on Instagram. Uh, and then I think we went to Germany and did a U-turn. That's the Splash Mountain Stories podcast. Right, so if you if you watch us on Instagram, the the uh, the video of me and Nick drinking a beer, having, like, a little contest, was in Norway that day. Yep, and that was, def- that was the first day. Made sure yeah. we started off right. Yeah, we started off real right. A little too right. Uh, yeah, um, which we're going to talk about in one second. Right, so we went on Frozen. We got some plum wine from China. Plum wine, five bucks. It's great. It is that's so good. It is the move. Honestly, that's probably the best bang for your buck drink in the entirety of the World Showcase is that Definitely. cup of plum wine. Plum wine. Five bucks. It tastes great. It's strong. That's the move. 
And don't be discouraged. It's served in almost like a shot class. So you're going to be like, Nick, Armand, you guys led me astray. You said this was best bang for my buck. But it is, I think, 9%. And it's half the price of most beers. Definitely worth it if you're if you're looking for bang for your buck and enjoying the drinks around the world. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, so we and then that. I what? think we hit pretty much. I think we pretty much hit Germany, and then we kind of sped through the west rest because we knew we were coming back, right? Um, yeah, is that that's when we doubled back for Frozen at Frozen. the end of it? Okay, yeah. So basically, we made a fast fast for Frozen. It was in an hour from the time that we made it, so we said let's just let's just kill the countries. Um, we went to Germany. I I thought we made it all the way through, did we not? Or we doubled back. We doubled back. We, yeah, yeah. we doubled back. We doubled back after Germany and Kate got her. Actually, uh, no, 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 we didn't. We went through because we went to Japan. We went to all those places first. Yeah, you're right. Okay, we did go through. Made yeah. sure Kate got her, her uh, pretzel from uh, Germany, Germany, which is one of my go-to snacks. Then Italy, we didn't do anything. Um, then the USA, we got we got two beers from the USA. And then after USA is what? Morocco, right? We didn't get anything in Morocco. Then yeah. we went to Japan. No, after USA is Japan? Japan. Sorry, yeah. Japan and Morocco. So we went to Japan. We got some sake wine. That was good. It was, you know, a real kick in the butt. And then we went to Morocco, which we didn't get anything. Then after Morocco is what? France? Yeah. Yeah. France. Yeah, yeah, yeah. France. Didn't get anything in France. Got uh, stopped in Rosen Crown Pub in the UK. Got a snake bite, which is half harp, half cider. It's delicious. That might be my favorite. Like, I, we palm wine as best bang for your buck. That might be my favorite drink to get right. in so the country. When we went to Epcot the second time, that was the only drink I wanted. I wanted yeah. a snake bite. which it's I so might, good. might just start drinking it here. It's good. Um, and then Canada, we didn't get anything, and then we went to Frozen. Okay. Right? I'm good, right? So then after Frozen, then we went to Magic. At this point, it's about 8 at night. Get to Magic. First thing we go on is the Haunted Mansion. Or do we go on the Haunted Mansion afterward? Haunted Mansion, I believe, was afterward. Right. What was was the first thing we went on um, when we got to Magic that day? Buzz Lightyear. We did Buzz Lightyear first. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we did Buzz Lightyear first. Um, and then we found our spot for Happily Ever After. Then we went to Haunted Mansion, and then we were going to go on Splash Mountain. And we had a Fast Pass for it, but the Fast Pass was all the way down to the back, like in the walkway. So I was super tired, and I had to call it at that. At that point, it was like, what, 10.15 p.m., and we had a 6 a.m. flight. We've been up for – we got up at 4.30, so – We've been up for a very long time and drinking, so it was just – it was not a good time. And we knew we were getting on Splash Mountain uh, very soon, and uh, – I yeah, think it was the next I day. Think, yeah. We spent a lot of time in Magic Kingdom next day. Right, right. Um, okay, so overall, things that I would change – why don't you go first, Nick? Things that you would change for this day. I think ours are going to be about the same. So a couple things. First off, it was – Overall, the trip was great, and the first day was – we got so much done, and uh, it was almost a bit of a relief to have so much done, but I don't think I would go to Hollywood Studios first. Right. It's, That's my, it's that was not, my first point. There's nothing wrong with the park. It's just not my favorite, although we saw this when we were on our way in the Uber. They have made so many changes so quickly. Like I was there in January. The and system. The it's gondola insane. system's almost ready to go. The they added bus like hoods to the stations. depots. Yeah, that's yeah, the hood a depots. Great change. Yeah, because it was brutal. Um, but overall, the park itself, there's not too much to do. So I found myself almost instantly just thinking about ride, 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 and then it it didn't really hit me until I got we got off of Rock and Roller Coaster where I was like. And we were on our way to Tower of Terror, and I said, wow, we're here. So it kind of took me out of my normal Disney excitement a little bit. I think I would go to one of the other parks that has a little more meaning to me. Um, 
That's yeah, the I feel first like thing for me. So Matt's Matt's preference usually is to start with Magic Kingdom, and I never really understood it, but I think I got it this time. It was I think, or if I, we just went to the other parks, but I just feel like Hollywood Studios was a soft open for us. Yeah, it doesn't have the same nostalgia factor for me as Magic thing. Epcot. Exactly. Um, and the second thing was this was my first time really leaving Epcot immediately after doing the worlds and with magic kingdom being so packed and having uh, a lot of drinks beforehand, it put me in like a state where I wasn't thrilled about it just to be honest. And also uh, magic was so, so packed throughout the entire trip that it kind of threw me off. So I think next time, uh, just I wouldn't go to Hollywood Studios first, and I'd and I'd kind of make sure I plan out the rest of my day based on um, when I'm doing drinking around the world. I pretty much agree. I, I think drinking around the world isn't really um, it's not a good thing to do on the first day. Um, it was also very, very, very hot. I think it was like a hundred degrees with a very high percentage of humidity pretty much the entire time we were there. So my first thing that we had to change is just change the time of year. Uh, that we would go, but it was about, yeah, Magic Kingdom was about, like, spring break, like, peak spring break crowds, because they're not peak summer yet, they're peak spring yeah. break crowds, but it was just 100 degrees, so it just made it a little bit more irritable. Um, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, I, I agree with the other two things that you said, I think it was a little too soft opening, Uh, yeah, maybe don't drink that much before going to Magic Kingdom, and you're about to be stimulated a lot. Uh, both physically and mentally. Um, Whoops. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, I thought it was a great day. And honestly, looking back at it, we did get a lot done. I didn't realize we did this much the first day. Yeah, I know. Same here. Like, I knew we did, but I didn't realize quite how much. Right. And, and then, a quick, uh, quick tip, too. So, first day, everyone was looking a little beat down. And we usually take breaks pretty frequently throughout the day, like 20, 30 minutes, because it gets hot. But at this this day, we we kind of just didn't. And around, like, 5 o'clock, Kate looked so exhausted. And I saw it yeah. in her face. And, I mean, I was kind of breaking down, too. And I said, you know what? Let's go sit, take, like, 10 minutes, sit in this nice, cool, like, room, um, which is behind Mouse Gear. I don't know. It's that weird little section there. And we just chilled. And everyone's moods just got instantly better after that 10 to 15-minute break. Yep, in the air conditioning in right the before Soren. So make sure you take breaks during the day. It's very, very exhausting. Make sure you drink water. Nick. Sorry. Yeah, just just make sure to do those few things. So, um, Okay, so the next day, we started with... At, the next day, me and Nick went out. Kate met us later. We started Animal Kingdom. We did Safari. We did... Um, can we talk about that Safari? That was one of the best Safaris that we ever went on, that I've ever went I on. We went on the safari three times this entire trip, and all three times are top three for my entire life because we went at either right in the opening or at night, like right before. And, like, we had two right in the morning, Saturday and Sunday, and then one at night, and it was great. We saw more animals every time than I ever have. It was great. Yeah. I saw more animals at the safari than I would in the Jungle Cruise. It was crazy. <laughs> you're telling me the animals on the Jungle Cruise aren't real? Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying I see more animals on the Jungle Cruise usually. I don't know what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, safari was great. Then we hit... Basically, the first day, we hit pretty much all of Pandora, except for Flight of Passage, in the morning. Um, we went on Navi River Journey. Oh, let's talk about, let's talk about the Fast Pass. We had a flight of passage fast pass, but we got a notification on the Disney app that that Navi River Journey was down. So we saw, we kept looking for, a, we tried to modify the fast pass for flight of passage to a little bit earlier, and a Navi River Journey popped up for like the, that exact time that we were looking. I think it was like eleven o'clock in the morning. And yeah, I said, and it, it was eleven o'clock, and we got an eleven o five. Like it was at like the actual time was eleven o'clock, and. Uh, it was immediately after we got a notification that the Navi River Journey was down. Right. Yeah. So we said, 
is this worth it? I mean, can we take a chance of canceling the flight of passage? Because if the Navi River journey is down, uh, Pandora rides are in the same tier. So if Navi's closed, you could use the Navi fast pass for flight of passage. So it was our way to get a more timely flight of passage. And we asked. They do the- this. Sorry, they do this all the time with test track. Because test track goes down all the time. So if test track is down and you had a fast pass, it turns into a fast pass you can use for any ride except for certain tiered ones. So in this instance, because it was in Pandora, like Armand said, we could use it for flight. Right. So we asked a worker, or I'm sorry, a cast member, as to what she thought. First of all, she was so impressed with our back-end system knowledge. And who wouldn't be? Right. Because this is a science. Um, and she basically said, I don't know, I wouldn't waste it, the flight of passage. Now, keep in mind, we already have two flight of passage, fast passes pre-made. For the, ne- for the next two days, Sunday right, and Monday. For the, next, for the next two days. So we said, you know what, let's try it. We went to Animal Kingdom. As soon as we got there, Navi River Journey started operating, and we could not trade in our fast pass. So we went on Navi River Journey. And then uh, we went to Magic Kingdom. Now, the reason we went to Magic Kingdom was because I felt that we didn't spend enough time there the first day, both with not starting with that park and only going on basically two rides. Um, I felt that we didn't spend enough time in Magic Kingdom. So now at about 1 o'clock, we were going to Magic Kingdom. And we spent and about... And one, yeah. one thing to keep... Why we chose this is because we had a... Uh, 640 reservation for Ohana. So we knew oh, we wanted right. to be, so we knew we wanted to be in either Magic or Epcot because we can easily take the monorail. And because we spent plenty, and I mean plenty of time in Epcot, um, we want, we stopped in Magic Kingdom and really kind of just spent our Magic Kingdom time there. Right? I forgot about yeah. Ohana. I like completely forgot about Ohana. But, the thing with, with that, with being in Magic Kingdom was for so long, as Nick said earlier, Magic Kingdom was so crowded, and it was so hot. And Magic Kingdom is the smallest park, so it was just so many people packed into this into this space. I would say Epcot was like a 2 out of 10. Magic Kingdom was about a 7 to an 8 out of 10, honestly. It was so crowded. I would have said 8. Yeah, I would have said 8 out of 10. So out of... so. By the time hour three came around of us being there, I was starting to get so frustrated because we didn't really stop. And we just kept going and going. It was so crowded. And then I took some time. We we kind of went to the side. And I, I kind of thought about all the things that we still hadn't done yet. And I said, you know what, let's just wait here and we'll stay here till the Ohana reservation. Because it was just, it, it was really, it was mentally tiring. Um, it was the same thing as the first day where we kind of didn't give ourselves a break and we just hit a wall and we were, and, but it was only worse because we weren't in an empty Epcot. We were in a packed magic kingdom. So we kind of hit a wall and then we kind of sat down and said, well, what did we do? Are we good? Can we maybe go somewhere else? Um, and then we just rattled off the list of things we didn't do and we're like, all right, the next thing we need to do is take a break. So what we did is we took a break in the Carousel of Progress. I was going to say, I and so that, Carousel of Progress was like the first thing that I thought of. I said, no, we have to do the Carousel of Progress. And that's such a good and it was perfect. break show. Right. You get 20 minutes uh, in an air-conditioned room, and you're entertained. Exactly. Okay. So we did that. So we ended up staying in Magic Kingdom. And then what we did, which is the first time that Nick and I either did this, we actually ended up taking a boat. From the Magic Kingdom to uh, the Polynesian, which was honestly really cool. I really liked it. I saw a view of the Grand Floridian that I never saw before. Um, I've never really even actually been to the Grand Floridian. I want to do that one time. Um, And then we went to the Polynesian. So what did you think of the boat ride? I loved it. Honestly, it's one of those things where we typically didn't have, we don't have time for it. It's more get there as soon as possible. But after we did Carousel of Progress, and I think we even did the teacups. You want to tell them about the teacups? Yeah, so the teacups, uh, I was giving Armand um, some trouble for it. Because uh, we were I trying saw, to get on Big Thunder. Right, so we and were And I got one for Armand and Kate. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got one for Armand and Kate, but I couldn't get one for me. And I'm like, you guys go on it. And Armand's like, no, I'm getting yeah. teacups. Yeah, absolutely I'm like, what not. are you talking about? I wasn't doing that. And Big Thunder was hard to get the entire time. Uh, I wasn't Which doing that. we got that. anyway because we're Jeet. And I was like, you know what? Let's just go on teacups. I haven't done this ride in a few years. Kate hasn't done this ride. Nick loves that ride. So we just went on teacups. I love it. It's great. <laughs> Why don't you like it, though? Your mind might be changing. Yeah, it's now. just. Well, it was one of those things where I just, for some reason, have this memory when I was a kid of just waiting forever for it, and then just being on it and nothing happening. So I was well, like, "Why would I ever do this?" Some things happened on this one. Tell tell them tell them about what you experienced on teacups. So I forgot that you can make the teacup spin while it's spinning. <laughs> Armand was kind enough to remind me. <laughs> By making it spin very, very fast. Honestly, the people... Which, honestly, top five ride of the... Top five ride. Of the trip? Of the entire trip. Yeah, I agree. The people were a blur, and at one point, our teacup was actually just teetering. I felt it wobbling as we were spinning. We were going so fast. The hardest part is getting the momentum. Once you get the momentum, you just have to keep it going. I was looking at Armand and Kate, and it was like I was looking at them in portrait mode. Everything yeah. else behind them was a blur, and all yeah. I saw was Kate and Armand. <laughs> it was also great. my. I'm pretty sure my leg was sticking out of the thing, out of the <laughs> cup, because I, I, it was so small. I was definitely. I don't know if there was a weight limit on these cups, but we definitely touched, like, we're tiptoeing on that line. Yeah, which is probably why we spun so fast. Yeah, it was great. I guess. <laughs> Um, and then what's the next thing to do after being extremely, extremely dizzy? Get yeah. unlimited food. <laughs> right. So we went to Ohana. We had a great time. We went through two of the appetizer plates before we even got to the meat. And we had the entire thing of bread. So our waiter, specifically that day, he gave us like three pieces of chicken, two pieces of steak, and he emptied one entire skewer of shrimp on both of our plates. And... When the shrimp happened, we just looked at him, and he just looks at us, and he just goes, it's your fault if you leave hungry. And then he just walked away. Yeah, our cast member was he – was, he was great. I, yeah. I loved him. Um, and it's all expensive, I know. If you, get, if you have an annual pass, you get 10% off. Ohana is 100% worth the money. And I can tell you for a fact that's not true about everything. We're going to talk about it when we get to Tusker House. Ohana is worth the money. If you I can agree. get a reservation, go. Ohana is like not a Brazilian re- style restaurant. So if you if you put their price towards other Brazilian style restaurants, good Brazilian it's style restaurants, much, it's pretty much the same price. And the Polynesian is gorgeous. Oh, they yeah. had um they they had a cast member singing like playing the ukulele and singing. Um they had uh it was just it was great. It's the the dessert is phenomenal. Um, I'm I'm almost like I was so full. The noodles but looking were so back good. on it, I'm so mad I didn't eat it. I'm so ad- mad I didn't eat more. But I know how full I was. Like Me I almost too. wanted to yeah. like make myself just like keep eating. And I'm so mad. But it was it's so so worth it. I could not recommend it more. And you're right. If you compare it to another like Brazilian buffet style, it's about the same price. So if you can get if you can get that reservation, go to Ohana. Yeah, no, I agree. So after Ohana, we were kind of deciding where we wanted to go. We were contemplating going back to Magic Kingdom to see Happily Ever After, but at that point I just had too I had too much of Magic Kingdom. Too much in one dose. Um, so I wanted to go to Epcot, but at, at that point, our reservation was for 620, and we left Ohana, I want to say, around 745, and Epcot closed at 9. So by the time we got to Epcot, we'd basically only be an hour, so we went to Animal Kingdom, which is where we did the next, we did a safari again. Um, and then at that point, we kind of just were weighing our options because there was really no fast passes available. Um, it was like 9.30 at this point. Yeah, it got late. And they closed at 10. And they closed at 10, so they stopped letting you make fast passes at that time. So we decided the wait for Flight of Passage was 120 minutes, which I had waited for before. And it took about an hour and a half that time. And so I said, you know what, let's just go on it. Um, so we just waited online. 
and it took about an hour and a half before we got off, so that was good. Uh, and then we went back. And this was the first time I've waited on the 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 regular queue oh, that's for right. a flight of passage. Uh, and can confirm, worth the wait. I will not wait anything else. I will never wait more than twenty to thirty minutes for any ride. Flight of passage. I waited an hour and a half, and I would wait on that ride. I would wait for that again if I could not get a fast pass for it. That ride is just. I would nothing wait. beats it. I agree. No, not a single ride in Magic Kingdom would I. I'm sorry, in all of Disney World would I wait for more than twenty minutes? I don't think it's worth it. And that's only because the fast pass yeah. system exists. So exactly. But that ride, I would wait. My cap is two hours. And I waited less than that, and I would I would wait another you know thirty minutes to get on that ride than we did. So it was great. It was great. So we went on. That's we day went, two. Day two. We were exhausted. Got up the next morning. Went right back to Animal Kingdom. Um, so the reason why we went back to Animal Kingdom so much is they that park opened at eight a.m. Uh, all four days we were there, where the rest of the parks opened at nine. So we wanted to make sure we can get as much time in as possible. So that's why it made the most sense uh, to get in at 8 a.m. And we did the safari again. Right. Did safari. Um, we did Everest. This, and this time Kate joined us in the morning. Right. Saturday, Kate met us in the middle of the day at Magic Kingdom. Um, Sunday, the next day, our third day, she met us in the morning for safari. Um, Everest. Dinosaur. Everest. <laughs> Dinosaur. Yeah, that right. <laughs> and then Flight of Passage. Which was Kate's first time on Flight of Passage. Which we had a fast pass for. Flight of Passage, right. So a little Flight of Passage tip, which actually I didn't realize until this time. Because I'd always feel, I feel like I always just went up. There are two ramps that go up when you go into the lineup, when you go into the lineup. And there's one ramp that goes down. If you go on that, that down ramp, the screen is a little blurry. Because I think you're sitting closer to the screen than as if you were up, up more. So, yeah, screen, a little blurry. Yeah, I think so. And also, the, and the the fact that you're so close to it, um, the actual, I, I also think it's part of it. A, you're so close to it, and B, the lenses of the glasses, like the actual 3D part, are only so big. And you actually, you're, since you're so close to the screen, your eyes kind of go past the lens a little bit, which makes it a little blurry. So right. um, still, still 100% worth it. But if you can try and wait until you're like in the middle or you're on like the higher portion, because there are ramps that go up and ramps that go down and it's like two giant theaters, do your best to try and get up top. That way you can see the screen in its entirety. Right. I agree. So then after we finished Flight of Passage, we then went back to Hollywood Studios. This is Yeah, Sunday. was it Hollywood Studios and then Epcot? Yeah. Yes, Hollywood Studios because we got Toy Story Mania. Yes, 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 that's right, that's right, that's right. So we went from Animal Kingdom, we went back to Hollywood Studios, um, kind of finished up the park, we did Toy Story Mania, we got a pickle going towards Rock and Roller Coaster, that one was again for Matt, shout out. Pickles, a little too salty for a hot day like that. Refreshing, but definitely salty. Hollywood Studios is the hottest park. It's so hot. It's It's so hot, there's no shade. It definitely is. And and Animal Kingdom is a close second to the hottest it for is. sure. It it really is. So, um So it's back to back really, really hot days. Right. So we hopped on Rock and Roller Coaster, we did Star Tours, um, and then we got a peanut butter and jelly milkshake from the Tune In Lounge, which is next to fifties primetime. Kinda chilled in there, mm-hmm. got some mm-hmm. AC, we got a much a much needed break. The peanut butter and jelly milkshake I was that milkshake. Right, it was delicious, and then we head down. What's up? If I close my eyes and think really hard, I can still taste it. That was so good. That gave me second life. (laughs) I mean, also the air conditioning in the tune-in lounge, but that was cool. And then, when we finished Hollywood Studios, because it was so empty, we we tested the waters again with Epcot, and guess what? It was, it was still empty. Right. So before we get there, though, we actually decided to take. So every time we go from Hot Epcot oh, to yeah, Hollywood right. Studios, you can walk. T- you can walk between those two parks. You can take a boat between those two parks. 
and you can take a bus to those two parks. Uh, they're very, very close. So every time I ask a cast member what's the fastest way, they always say bus. But this time, since we were a little bit ahead of schedule, um, at this point it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, and we were planning to get to Epcot by 5. We So I said, you know what, we have a little bit of time. Let's take the boat to Epcot, which I hadn't done before. And again, it definitely takes longer than a bus. We definitely, there's only like two boats that run between both parks and you make some stops on the way. But I, I think it was cool that we did it. So basically we went from Hollywood Studios. Then from Hollywood Studios, you go to the Swan and Dolphin. Swan and Dolphin. Thank you. Which I saw parts of the Swan and Dolphin that I'd never seen before. And then after that, you go to the Yacht and Beach Club at the boardwalk and then you go to the boardwalk. And then you take the boardwalk to the World Showcase entrance in Epcot. So it's definitely a little bit of a ride, but I was happy we did it. I haven't seen the boardwalk in a while. Time, if you have the time, it's 100% worth it. Because it was, it was a part of Disney that – it was almost like the recreational part of Disney. Like you go to the parks to do work. You know what I mean? You go get in the parks, you're doing work. You're getting on rides. You're seeing shows. This was like the recreational, casual – um, relaxing, home sweet home part of Disney, which was great. I I liked it a lot. Right, I agree. It was um, it was great. I would do it again. So then we went to Epcot. We drank a little bit more, but not a lot. Not a lot. The first time was a little too. We much. learned our lesson. And then we ended our night in Epcot. I think. Yeah, we did. We ended our no, night we, in Epcot. I, and then we went oh, we to, went to uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, yeah. Um, so we didn't enter our night in Epcot. So we kind of finished out Epcot, went on Soren again, went on, we went on Living with the Land, which I haven't done in a very long time. Very cool ride. Very cool ride. I, I'm happy. Another with one, if you have the time for it, go for it. Yeah, definitely. It's only a five-minute wait, usually. Uh, I, I did it a long time ago, I haven't done it since. Very good ride, honestly. If you have the time, hit it. Uh, went on Figment, went on Spaceship Earth, Spaceship Earth, and then we left, and then Kate went back to the hotel, and then Nick, Nick and I went to uh, Disney Springs, where we got dinner at Chicken Guy, which uh, we each got, we got fried pickles, chicken tenders, and fries, and then I got the donkey sauce and the special sauce, and then what'd you get, Nick? I got Chipotle Ranch and garlic parm. I think hands down my favorite one was, I think I like special sauce the most, but garlic parm is a very, very close second. I like them all. Donkey sauce I've had before, and I don't remember it tasting like that, and I wasn't a fan of it this time. Right. And my overall tip for Chicken Guy is if there's a little bit of a wait, definitely worth it. Quick service. You get your food. We were in and out within a half hour, um, maybe a little bit longer. Uh, even if it's packed, it's definitely worth it. And unless you're really uh, hell bent on getting fries, I would get just chicken. Yeah, the chicken was I really agree. really good. So get like a six piece chicken instead of a three piece like we did. We wanted to try a little bit of everything. Get a six piece chicken and get the sauces. Um, the fries and all the sides were great, but the chicken was just so so good. So I agree. Next time we go, I want to try a sandwich too. And then after that. We went to to see the new world of Disney. Now I hadn't seen the new world of Disney at this point. And in an earlier episode, Matt, in the what would you cut episode, Matt asked me my opinions on it. And I couldn't give one at that time. I didn't think that I would like the new world of Disney better than the old one because the old one has a lot of nostalgia for me. I liked it. Yeah, I liked it more. I thought it was gonna be too warehousey, but it com. I feel like they gave it the perfect amount of Disney magic to make it feel like. Uh, like a Disney store. It was much more open, yeah, a lot it. more organized. It was nice. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I went to Disney Springs when I went to Orlando in March um, for that conference, and I literally walked through it. I didn't get it, like, literally walked through it just because it was so hot I wanted to get through air conditioning. I didn't even get it a chance to appreciate it. So this time, really enjoyed it. Um, it is really cool. Uh, what they did with it, because you're right, it it does have that nostalgia feel to it, the old one, but this one didn't take away too much from it. It just felt newer, and uh, it felt like a place to be. Right. I liked it a lot. 
Um, yeah, and then we, we after that, we kind of walked around Disney Springs a little bit more. Um, did went to the pin trading store, went to the Goofy Candy Company, which was extremely crowded. And then we took an Uber back. And then and that was day three. That was day three. So day four, um, day four, June twenty fourth is actually my birthday. So uh, we wanted to do something a little bit different this year. And I'm not. I don't really usually like going to character dinings. It's a little too kiddy for me. Um, but I said let's you know let's do something different for this trip. Let's do something. I'll do something for my birthday. Let's go to somewhere I haven't been before, which is Tusker House. So again, we started Animal Kingdom because it opened up the earliest. We had a flight of passage, fast pass all set up for 9:45, and our breakfast reservation was for 8:20. So we got in there, um, and you know what? Oh, first of all, we went through all the. Uh, we ate before we get to the price. Food was good. Um, we, my mom and Kate, my mom organized it, but Kate kind of helped, you know, make it happen. Uh, ended up ordering a cake for me from Tusker House. So if you ever want to do this, if you want to get a cake, uh, for if someone's celebrating a birthday there, what they do is it's $23 for the cake itself, which the cake is huge. It could say, serve about 16 people comfortably. Um, and then if you want to customize it, it's another 15. So keep that in mind when you're, when you're ordering it. But our character interactions were great, honestly. Pretty much all of them were really good. And, yeah, the food was good. The cake was a little bit too big. But otherwise, I really, really liked that meal. But not worth the money. It came out to about $40 Definitely. a person. Definitely not money. The food was good. But it's just breakfast We, we also had mimosas. But but even without that, it's thirty seven dollars for an adult. So I, I didn't I didn't put it in the mimosas. It's about like thirty um, thirty nine dollars per person. I would say if you have the Disney dining plan, then that might be worth it. Might be worth it. But yeah, it's not. It, I didn't think it was worth the money. I really didn't. It was just breakfast food. Yeah, the ambiance was cool. Yeah, um, I, I think, agree. All the I characters were dressed in their safari gear. That was cool. Yeah. And I usually feel the same way about character dining, but to be honest, every character was like realized that we were in our twenties and like we're not doing kitty stuff. They were like, I mean, we had Hercules shirts on, and Donald uh, challenged Armand to an arm wrestling contest after he heard that Daisy gave him birthday kisses. Right. So, uh, like, we it was it was fun. It was definitely cool, but I don't think I would do breakfast in the parks anymore unless it was something like really 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 differentiated meaning like not just your standard breakfast because it is so expensive and uh you can get free breakfast at your hotel but um i'm really happy we did it i was happy we were able to kind of just sit down and do something for armand's birthday but i de- i agree definitely not worth the money yeah it was uh it was a little tough, a little tough to handle, but yeah. it was good. So then after we did then, that, um, did Flight of Passage. We had Flight, right? Yeah, we did Flight of Passage, and then we did It's Tough to Be a Bug again one more time, which was Kate's first time. And then after that, we just decided to spend the rest of the day in Magic Kingdom, which, again, it was just a little too crowded for the heat. It was still good. We got on Big Thunder Mountain. We got on Space Mountain. We, we did Philhar Magic. The only thing we didn't do this trip was Seven Dwarfs Mine Train, and it wasn't because that we we didn't get a fast pass for it. it the times just didn't line up with when we wanted to go. Um, we also did Peter Pan, which I haven't done in a very not long worth. time. No, it's really not. Seriously, please stop. <laughs> to be perfectly <laughs> frank with you, I don't understand why Peter Pan is more than a five-minute wait. It is a terrible ride. I understand the nostalgic part of it, but come on. There's like half a scene. That's cool. The rest of it yeah. is just – this is my first time ever going on it, honestly. And I was like, oh, Armand just doesn't like it because it's a long wait and it's not that great. No. I am in full – I'm on the uh, hate um, – Add it to the Rivers of Light I'm list. Add it to the Rivers of Light list, um, which – no, we did not go on Rivers of Light. We did <laughs> not watch Rivers of Light while we were there. I would never, and I will never go on this ride again. Sorry. The only reason I did it was because I, again, like I haven't done it in a while. I finally got a fast pass that kind of lined up with the time, and we were just in Fantasyland. So yeah, we went on it, but really, it's not worth it. 
It's not. Please stop waiting for that ride. I beg of you. And uh, then, um, yeah, then I wanted to ha- move on because it's making me angry. <laughs> then we did Haunted Mansion uh, again. We did Haunted Mansion about four times this trip. Yeah. I think that was definitely one of Kate's favorites ride, favorite rides. And honestly, I think it's – I have a newfound appreciation for it after going on it so that much. That ride because is I went the on most immersive so ride out of, every other, out of any other Disney movie. Um, Disney ride. And because of that, I was looking for stuff. Like, look, I was seeing stuff that I normally wouldn't see because I usually do it once or twice and I'm looking for all my favorite things on it. This time, I was looking for stuff that I maybe would never have noticed before yeah. and I it was great. I agree. The graveyard scene, I never realized that you can actually see the back of the house. Like, they put the back of the house out there like you're actually going outside. Such a cool touch. Never noticed it. Yep. Exactly. Uh, so, yep. So, we did Haunted Mansion. We did Splash Mountain one more time. Which the entire time we were walking down the fast fast line, we were just shouting Splash Mountain Stories podcast. Yeah, I mean it's 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 guerrilla marketing, man. We got to do what we got to do. Everywhere, straight and yeah. plugs. And yeah, so that was it, and that's where we ended that's our trip. trip. That was a trip. We flew back. Our flight was supposed to be for eight p.m. Uh, it got pushed to nine forty-five. So a little bit of a delay, not terrible, but yeah, that was the whole trip. So overall. I think I really enjoyed myself. I'm going to be honest. I would have, I'm very, very grateful that I had the opportunity to spend my birthday in the Magic Kingdom, but it was just a little too stressful for me. So I feel like I didn't under, like I didn't get to sit and appreciate my birthday because even though I'm not a very big birthday person, I'm really not. uh, I do like to just chill and just acknowledge that it's, you know, it's a special day. I feel like I didn't get to do that on, uh, on Monday, this past Monday. So that's my only change. Maybe I wouldn't do it again. But again, that's just me. There are, you know, probably billions of people who would want to spend their day in Magic Kingdom. So that was just me. But I think it was also just timing of your birthday, yeah. just because it is in the summer and the park just happened to be packed. Yeah, um, I agree. Maybe it I felt the same more, way. Maybe if it's a little bit more empty, you know, maybe it was. A, it, my main my main criticism of this trip is I would so much rather go. At a different time. Yep. So uh, I know we talked about Disney seasons on the last podcast, and I picked uh, the summer seasons because of the longer hours. I can confirm it's not worth it. Definitely go for, like, the fall or the winter like we talked about. I mean, if um, you have, Or early, kids, early spring. If you have kids in school, I understand that that's usually the time that everybody's off and that's when they have the time. But just, you know, if you're going to do that, just go in with the idea that it's going to be very crowded. I mean, don't get me wrong, Disney's always crowded, but at this point, it's just varying levels of crowded, and this is definitely on the higher end. Plus, you really, I mean, the best education your kids will get will be in the Disney parks. Let's get real. So, just take them out, go for, so go go during the winter. Yeah, oh, exactly. Oh, you're saying if you want to take them out um, in January or something? Yeah, exactly. Take them out, go in September. No one pays attention to the first month of school anyway, so you're good to go. So, uh, yeah, follow us on Instagram at Splash Mountain Stories Podcast. And then we also now have a Facebook page, which is Splash Mountain Stories Podcast. And then don't forget to follow us on Twitter also at Splash Mountain Stories Podcast, but that's at S-P-L-S-H-M-N-T-N pod. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a comment. Email us at SplashMountainStories at gmail.com about anything that you agree or disagree with. And with that, that about wraps up our show. So thank you for tuning in, and Siva Ko, Nick. Siva Ko, thanks, guys.